It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me, it's Pinky the Pig, and thank you for listening to our show from all over the world, all over the universe. And I am here with my excellent friend, Murida Mukau. Hi, Pinky. And it's Friday. There you go. How are you, Mildred? I'm awesome on this fabulous Friday. Yes, I'm awesome on this fabulous Friday. You know what we're going to do this weekend? Well, why don't you tell us? We're going to move the clocks. We'll spring the clocks ahead. That's right. Daylight saving time. You don't say daylight savings. It's saving. There's no S there. Correct. Yeah, so we spring ahead, the clock goes ahead in the springtime and falls back into fall time. That's how you remember. Yes, very good. Yeah, so now it's really it, in the late afternoon, man. That, that sun's still going to be up in the sky because the time's going to be different. I don't really totally get it. Well, you know, not everybody does it. Yeah, I know Hawaii and... Arizona, they don't change your clocks in part of the Caribbean. They just leave their clocks the same all year round. Right. It's got to be pretty confusing. Well, it's, it's up to each state. And that happened in 1945. They decided that it would, that it would be decided state to state. Yeah, I like that. Right. So it was like 100 years ago that the United States started daylight saving time. And in 1918. I'm not saying that the United States was the first country to ever have daylight saving time. I'm just saying that's the year that it was implemented in the United States. Yeah. And it was actually thought about before that. Ben Franklin, he, he came up with the idea in 1784 and he published a, 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 an article in Paris, an economical project. And it, it talked all about how they could save expensive, the expense of burning candles if they changed the clock and made better use of the sun as in the sky later in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so we advance the clocks during the warmer months so that the darkness falls at a later time on the clock. Yeah, I get it. I like it. You just make better use of the, the natural daylight. And, we, and, you know, we do save fuel to, to heat the homes, and that's where it all came from, all about saving money, you know. And, like, in, the, in Germany, they were the first ones to actually put it into place in 1916 because they could conserve electricity and fuel. All right, and actually only 40% of the countries around the world use the daylight saving time. Right, because the, you know, the tropical places, the territories, they they don't change their clocks because they're right on the equator, basically anyway. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's only forty percent of the countries on the earth. Yeah, like China and Japan, India, they they don't utilize daylight saving time. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people think it's because of farmers, but it wasn't really their idea. They actually, it makes it difficult for them because it changes stuff up and the delivery trucks, and now they got to do stuff different time, and the cows, they get messed up. They they don't know you're going to change clock. 
All right. And I think what they do is change it, you know, not all at once. They do little by little. Yeah, because I have to milk them at a different time because truck's coming. I see. Okay, so I get it. They change the clock so then you don't have to turn on the candles or turn on electricity and uh, burn the coal at night and the firewood. Everybody's a win-win because you use better use of the daylight. But here's the thing, you know, electricity was not invented. What do you mean? Well, people think electricity. Well, Ben Franklin did the thing with the kite and the key in 1752, and then Thomas Edison and then his other guys, they... They figured out how to make the light bulb and, and, and make all electricity work, all the machines that they used to have to do by hand, by electricity. They did not invent it. It was already in, in nature. It's already, it's a, it, electricity is a natural phenomenon. Oh, I see where you're going. I mean, the most obvious nature, natural electricity is the lightning bolt in the sky, the big lightning bolt. That's right, Pinky. But you know, we have lots of electricity in our in our bodies. The humans and all the cows and pigs and chickens and goats and everybody have, have electricity because we have all those. What is it, Mildred? Well, we have the elements in our bodies, like the sodium and potassium, calcium, magnesium, and they they all have a a specific electrical charge. And so then they react and they move around. And now these ions, they generate electricity. I mean, that's how we communicate in our, in our body through our cells. We can, we can have an electrical current and, and creates a message. I know. It sends signals throughout the body and to the brain. And that's how it makes us move and think and feel electricity. Right, and the chemicals make us feel differently. Well, that triggers the chemicals. You're right, Pinky. That's really interesting because there is so much electricity in nature naturally occurring. Like you say, the lightning and the electricity in our bodies. Yeah, and what about the aurora borealis? We did a whole podcast about the the northern lights. But I know that's not electricity. That's not electrical energy. That is magnetic energy that makes those lights. We did a whole podcast. What number was it, Mildred? That was episode 46, Pinky. Yes, and we invite our listeners to go back and listen to previous episodes. All you have to do is scroll down and read the titles. All right, 46 was Aurora Borealis. Yeah, it's fascinating. And oh, nature and the earth is... So fascinating, and the sun, and and I'm excited to change the clocks because I like it that it stays lighter in the afternoon. It's pretty cool. I like it too. Well, yeah, Mildred, it's because the vernal equinox is ne- next week. Right, the vernal equinox. That's when, when the earth goes around the sun, and it's right at the halfway around the elliptical revolution. Yeah, and... The sun is right over the equator, and you got equal part of day and night right over the equator. Then it's going to go on the other end, and then when it gets the other way, it'll be summer here. All right, it's halfway. It's right in between summer and winter for both hemispheres. Yes, it's a glorious time of the year, and I'm glad we're going to change the clocks. We'll do it on Saturday night before we go to bed. I actually have it Sunday morning, 2 a.m. That's right. 
And, you know, I think it's just fine. doesn't really bother me. It's just our. I'm not going to let it wreck my peace of mind just because i got to make a change. Oh, that's good, Pinky. But, you know, some people, you know, they got to get, they have to get up early and now they're going to lose an hour of sleep. They have to go to work. I know, but I hope they make the best of it. Yes. Okay, Mildred, time for a pretty poem now. Okay, Pinky, I did find a really great poem titled Spring Ahead. Perfect. And this was written by Emily Kistner. And Emily says, Daylight saving changes the rules to save a single hour, a trick of the clock, a sleight of the hands, an adjustment that rescues an evening hour to stretch out 60 minutes of twilight purple, tree silhouettes fragrant with the possibilities of spring, a trick of the clock, a sleight of the hands, that saves a single hour from the dark. That's a good poem. Nice one. All right, we have time for just a little quote here. Yes, please. Okay, Pinky, and this quote comes from Benjamin Hoff. He says, You can't save time. You can only spend it. But you can spend it wisely or foolishly. Yeah, go on, Benjamin. Yeah. Okay, well, you have a great weekend, okay, Mildred? And I'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, Pinky, sweetheart. I'll, I'll talk to you then. I love you. I love you.